I know that page. Even if if all the pastors were to wear all black priests, they'll have something to say. Right, you can't win. Can't win. You can't win. That's no. I've I've accepted it. You can't as a pastor. You can't win. So I've just accepted it. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even find it. I'll find it. Try try and find if you can. Because that Insta page is deep. Right, guys, we're back with another episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Real Talk, That's Real good. Walk family. You've got myself, Gabs. Myself, Mr. Game Changer. We're here to bring you the realness. We're here to free the realness, bring you the truth. Come on. Bring you the real, but always remaining relevant in the word. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget, guys, Keith, it's been a while since I've shared this out, but do feel free to get in contact with us. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're on Insta, which is Real Talk, Real Walk with an underscore. That's Real Talk, Real Walk underscore. Yep. We're also on the Twitter, RTRW Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's RTRW Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did I say that correctly? Was it RTRW underscore podcast? But yes, RTRW <laughs> underscore podcast. That's for the Twitter, RTRW underscore podcast. Uh, leave your comments on any other topics. Feel free to share your views. Let us know what you think, whether positive or negative. Um, would be interesting to hear your thoughts on any other topics or episodes. Um, the hashtag is RTRW Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that's RTRW Podcast. So give us a shout. If you're feeling, if you're feeling excited, you're feeling energetic, feel free to send us an email. I sound like I'm on radio right now, but we do. Radio plugs. But yeah, let's dive straight into it, man. This yeah, today's on. episode, yeah. Yeah. I think, let me put it out there now, yeah. Let me play devil's advocate small Word. because I already know what E-Man is like. I already know E-Man's views. Mm-hmm. And I think that it doesn't make sense having a podcast where two people say the same thing. Okay. It just doesn't make sense. You might as well just shut down, shut down shop and have a Bible study somewhere. Yeah. But the question for today is, well, the topic here, yeah, we're going to be talking about pastors who live lavishly, innit? Okay. So essentially, pastors live lavishly. They dress in expensive designer houses, cars, etc. Mm-hmm. Is this okay? What if the church are lacking financially? Does this encourage the prosperity gospel? Should pastors spend money how they want? You said a few different questions, but they're all kind of alluding to something similar. If the church, as in the church, maybe the, the building or the, the, the church as, the, as in the body, is not doing well, for example. So, so let's use the, the building, for example. There's no rent, but the pastors live in large then I can understand why people might be a bit like outraged in the sense that how, how is the pastor going to be living large, but they're struggling for their rent, they're struggling for, um, you know, they're, they're struggling for maybe the bills or maybe instruments or whatever. I can understand why they might be upset and the pastor's balling up. I can get that. But then when we, <clears throat> when we switch it to... When we switch it to um, members now yeah mm. and this expectation now you know okay my, a lot of the members aren't doing too well and the pastors you know balling out 
I look at it from two two sides of the coin. The pastor can only do, or yeah, the pastor or the leadership, they can only do what's financially possible. Remember, they still have a family to support mm. and things that they've they've got to sort out for themselves. So yes, being a pastor, you have to look out for the sheep as best as possible. But at the same time, bruh, man has to live. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. I've got a wife and kids and I'm not necessarily saying that I don't, I think the question kind of just portrays that lavish is the only way. I don't necessarily think lavish is the best word to describe because I think it's only for some. I don't feel like the vast amount of pastors are trying to do this lavish thing. Maybe just getting nice stuff for themselves. Mm. Okay, cool. That doesn't necessarily mean lavish. Like, not all pastors are buying LV and wear rollies, okay? But they still, you know, they still want to buy a pair of Jordans. That's not mm. living lavish. Do you understand? So I think one has to be very careful with how you just paint the brush on this situation. At the same time, if the pastor is seeing that people are in need in his church, then to the best of his or her ability, give, support, pray, and try and facilitate some sort of support. Mm. But if there are 50 people in the church that need their rent to be paid, (laughs) and you're expecting your pastor to pay that, Mm. that's not in his job title. Do you know what? I think it just comes down to how the pastor is living. I think it depends on what he's looking like. Do you know what I mean? Like... There was there's this Instagram page, yeah. I can't remember I what it's it. called. Did you it's find it? It's called Sneakers yeah? and Preachers. Uh, that's what I said how many, before. How many followers has it got? The thing is that is it only it's got meant to followers? be a, like a banter page. I think the person that that made it doesn't necessarily buy into it. It's how many, like how many followers? Um, has it got? Sneak Preachers and Sneakers has two hundred and one k. Yeah, yeah. Is it red? Yeah. How do you mean red? Like the picture, the DP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so that's the one I was looking for. Yeah. yeah? Now, if you look at some of these pictures, yeah, yeah, some of these pictures are crazy, bro. Like these pastors, pastors wearing wearing shoes for like one two one thousand two hundred pounds. That's a pair of lubes, though. Bro, I'm not disputing. I'm not even disputing the brand. Yeah, they're expensive yeah. for the brand, but like yeah. the prices that some of these pastors are wearing on their feet, two mm-hmm. k hair. Mm-hmm. The jacket is six bills. Okay. The jacket is eight bills. Yeah. The another pair of trainers is two is three. This is so it's obviously within the grams, which obviously means it's a lot of money that's being spent mm-hmm. on these mm-hmm. things. Okay. Yeah, we then have to look at, okay, cool. If that is how you're living, if you're living that comfortable, yeah. how is your church looking? Do you know what? There's one thing here, <laughs> my Lord in heaven. What does your toilet look like? What does your okay. closet look like? Okay. There's one thing that my pastor says, yeah. When when he built the building, he, yeah. said, he said to his people, like the board of trustees, he said, we need to make sure that this toilet looks so nice that you can have business meetings in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Ooh, he always good. says, every time the men or the women are washing yeah. their hands, yeah. you need to be able to have a conversation. Like, how are you? How are you doing? You need to have some sort of... I love that. I love that. You need to have some sort of communication. Yeah, do you know I what I mean? Because yeah. like, some churches are very in, out, in, out. Yeah. So at least toilets, sometimes you can have like conversations. So... Pastors like you spend a lot of money on like themselves. Okay, how does the rest of the church look? How does the building look? What is your is your closet clean? Is it tidy? Is it neat? Does it look professional? Is your toilet neat? Is it clean? Does it look professional? Does it look mature? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The the congregation like how how are they living? How are they financially? Because one man can't be living so well. But in the certain aspects of your church that looks run down or tacky, or I, the children's department looks like it's about to collapse, bro. I, I hear that, but you have to understand church money is not the same as pastor's money. The pastor's money is not the church's money. 
I know, but it's your heart that the pastor has. Yes, isn't it? If it's, the pastor has yeah. a heart of giving, yeah. he should be willing to give and spend, okay. irrespective of whether so, it's the people, so, the church. Okay, but then you also have to understand because everyone always looks to the sheep and no one looks to the shepherd. And also, too, I want to say this. Many pastors have, have suffered, have made so many sacrifices that a lot of people don't know. One of my good friends says this. He says, when I get... He said, or he, said, he says all the time, he says, when I get a Bentley... No one, no one shout me. No one try and criticize me because when I was paying people's rent, when I was paying people's weddings, when I was paying for, for bailiff to, to go away from someone's house, none of you guys knew. Mm. But all you guys want to criticize when he, at the moment, like he loves crepes, so he's mm. buying J's and whatever. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. one knew, no one knew he was paying for people's wedding. Mm. No one knew he was paying for people's rent. No one knew he was paying for, you know, bailiff to leave someone's house. Mm. So why do we always feel like it's always the pastor's responsibility? The, the pastor's responsibility is to ensure that uh, uh, a culture of giving is maintained and sustained in the house. Don't get me wrong. Like the pastor, if he looks at his members and goes, you know what, there needs we, we I, and I, I, out of what I have, I can give more mm. to the church and give more to the church accounts. Then the pastor should do so. Mm. But if the if the pastor is going to is going to um, go, you know what, like there's things that I like and. I've been giving my all to people and I'm not getting anything back. And he goes, okay, it's well today. I want to, I want to buy a nice suit today. Mm. He should not feel guilty for doing so. Mm. And I feel like that what a lot of people, and you know what, even though it happens in the church, I feel like it happens more outside the church mm. where people go, why are your, why is your pastor driving an, a nice car? Why don't you go, go and ask your local MP why they're driving the car that they're driving? Mm. Why don't you go and ask your local MP why they that. own so many businesses? And, pe and people can say, oh, but this is for the sake of the gospel. The MPs are civil servants. Mm. Their first responsibility is to their constituents. So go and tell me why they're using tax money to go and, uh, to go and do pampering for their dogs. Mm. So that means they're misusing their money. So don't worry about what the pastors are doing with, especially if these are pastors who legit serve their communities, who legit serve their churches. Me, I like nice things. No, I, I work think, hard, bro. I don't think the I work issue... Hard. Wait, wait, let me land on this point. Uh -huh. I work hard. At the end of the day, my church members can't even try and at me. And this is not even to try and disrespect them, but I give my heart and soul to the church. Mm. There's, there's like, I, like my family and my leadership ensure that rent is always going to be paid. And that's out of our money. Mm. No one knows the sacrifices we go through or mm. we've had to go through to ensure that rent is paid or instruments are bought. I've had, I've, I take that on personally. Mm. Do you understand? So when I'm I'm wearing I'm wearing my Valentinos, nobody at me. When I'm wearing my Jordans, nobody at me. When I'm wearing my Gucci, nobody at me because I make sacrifices and I work hard with the money that I've got. Mm. But at the same time, I ensure that I set an example by giving. Mm. I give, I give. That's my nature. I give. But when people are trying to make it out like our pastors are meant to be broke because all of their members are broke, I don't. I don't support that, but then I I don't necessarily agree with the notion that pastors should be super balling, mm. but then everyone in their congregation, mm. like you should be able to go, you know what? I'm going to set up something maybe uh, for, for single mothers. We're going to work out something in the church that will give them an allowance or will buy their kids pampers or something like that. There needs to be that generosity. I'm just, obviously people will say I'm biased because I'm a pastor, but at the end of the day, I've seen it on the other end. Before I was ordained as a pastor seven years ago, mm. 
I saw what it was like for my parents. Do you know what? But no, I don't think the owner should be on pastors. Obviously, one of the things you said, like, it shouldn't be like the pastor's responsibility to obviously look after the flock financially. Mm-hmm. I don't think the issue Some is... would argue with that, though. Some would say... Oh, yeah, no, of course, of course. <laughs> Me, that, look, that's the one highlight, isn't it? I'm not saying the owner should be on pastors. Yeah. I think the owner should be on the people with money. Okay. Whether it's the pastor, whether it's the board of trustees, yeah, yeah, yeah. whether it's the, the members, mm-hmm. whether it's, it's the security guard, whether yeah. it's the usher, like whoever is obviously in the millions or whoever's mm-hmm. got the money... Mm-hmm. I think that they should probably take it upon themselves yeah. to be there for individuals. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like you said, your friend was in a position where he was able to pay for people's weddings. Mm-hmm. He was able to pay for people like school fees or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Now he may not necessarily have done it as a pastor. I mean, he may have done it as a pastor. No, but he, he did do it. He did do it as a pastor. So if he wasn't a pastor, he would have never done that. No, I, I, th- I think he would have because that's, that's his saying, nature. That's what I'm saying. That's because of the heart that he has. So yeah. even if he wasn't a pastor, yeah, he probably still would have done that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, before yeah. he was ordained as a pastor, he's yeah. probably still doing yeah, it for his yeah, mates anyway, and stuff. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? So I don't necessarily think it should be attached to pastor. Like, yeah. I'm not even trying to say pastors, you're meant to hold people's hand. Mm-hmm. If you're wearing Valentinos, then at least make your congregation wear Adidas, yeah, at yeah, least. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't allow them to walk around in slippers from Primark. What are you guys trying to what are you guys planning to tell me? I'm not I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah. But whoever's obviously got the money and yeah. it just happens to be in churches yeah. that pastors have the money because of what they do. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because obviously they're taking it as an offering or they're taking an honorarium or they're on a salary mm-hmm. or they've got investments, whatever it may be. Whoever's obviously got the money, because it might be like the pastor doesn't have the money. Maybe mm-hmm. some members, trustees yeah, are just rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, I mean, you might have some true. rich members in your, even in your mm-hmm, church, mm-hmm, as small mm-hmm, as it may be, mm-hmm. you might have some members in your congregation yeah. that are rich. Well, yeah. They might be the individuals that might be like, oh, Eman, um, I've noticed this. Do you want me to buy this for you? Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Um, I want to bless you with a car, or yeah. I want to pay for the next six months of rent. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not necess- I don't think necessarily it's the pastor, it's the pastor. I just think. The issues are on the pastors because they appear lavish. Yeah. So it looks as though pastors the one that's taking all the money. And then, when, but when you're saying that, even that's why I said we have to we, we have to be careful with the word lavish because a lot of pastors are not lavish. A lot of pastors are are not even they're not dripping. Mm. Do you but get the what I'm ones saying? that are dripping though. But Let's ones, talk about the ones that are dripping. The, the ones that are dripping. I even well, I want to throw more things into the conversation. Some some members in a congregation. Are not well. Are not doing so well with their finances because of bad financial decisions. Mm. Yeah, true. So, should I be at your mercy because Some you were gambling, mm. or you were wasting money on Gucci, mm. but you didn't have enough for your rent? Yeah, so true. I should now I should now die because of your bad financial decisions. Mm. What mm. what you now do is it now creates. Um, this whole boy who cried wolf situation where the people who are actually in need don't really get the true support because now you, people like yourselves, not you particular, yeah. but those particular kind of people who are, and you know what, in the church, let's let's be very honest, let's talk about it now, the, the financial discipline and financial etiquette or financial uh, behaviour is very poor in the church. Mm. Christians have some of the poorest financial etiquette that mm. we see on the planet. Mm. And finances is an is a global issue for the body of Christ. And it's not necessarily just for the sake of poverty. Poverty mindset is there. Bad financial decisions, bad financial habits. It's very rife amongst believers. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, the, a pastor should not be held at ransom for those, for people who do so. Listen, don't get me wrong. Like people make mistakes or whatever. But if you're going to make wrong financial decisions... You can't, people shouldn't be getting onto me saying, why don't you help people out when you're 
when Miss, you're the cause of the, do you know what I'm saying I definitely do agree with that you're, you've definitely touched on some good things for sure um, there are some issues and some things that we've created for ourselves so if we find ourselves in financial situations because of our poor management or our poor handling with money we yeah. can't then we can't then now blame the pastors if they're not there for us right. do you know what I mean right. because it almost creates this notion that as soon as we get in trouble, the pastor's going to bail us there. out. Yeah. As soon as we're broke, because we can't pay the rent, pastor's yeah. going to bail us out. As soon as we've gone on one too many holidays and we're lacking financially, yeah. we can just Run look to the, to the pastor. pastor and the pastor's going to bail us out. Yeah. And obviously, that that in itself is definitely wrong, do you know what I mean? So that's why that expectation that expectation shouldn't be there yeah. for pastors to always be at. Because, be there, sorry, because like you said, it could be some of our faults while we're in some yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't handle money better. Or mm-hmm. when pastor was preaching to us about having a budget sheet, mm-hmm. we ignored him and mm-hmm. didn't have a budget sheet yeah. and continued to go Bali. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I definitely, I definitely do obviously understand and agree with that. Um, but obviously, if, if it is a case where people are not struggling financially, like the church, for example, yeah. like pastors can obviously invest some of their, their income yeah. into the church building yeah. to mm-hmm. ensure that the church is well equipped. So like you mm-hmm. said, you pay for instruments and you do whatever you can because obviously mm-hmm. you're in a position to do so. Yeah. Pastors that obviously do have a lot of money, they need to ensure that their church is well equipped. It yeah. needs to look like the best of the best. Otherwise, people are going to question, they're going to look into your finances and think, well, what have you been doing with your money? But then this, but, but I agree, but then at the same time, this is on the, based on the assumption that pastors make money. Oh yeah, of course. It's a strong assumption, though. There's that's, a reason why that has got that assumption. <coughs> Do you get what I'm saying? And that's and that's because that's why I said we have to be careful because people paint pastors with all the same brush. I know pastors that work three, four jobs. But are these pastors that are wearing three, four, that got three, four jobs? Have they got Valentinos on their foot? No, they don't, bro. That's, that's what I'm saying. But the people that are wearing no, LV but, on their feet, but, no. Like, but do you know why they're post? working three, four jobs? Why? Because probably life is hard for the, their family situation as yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Let alone going to the church. Do you understand? Mm. So. I'm, what I'm saying is that we have to like we have to be so careful that we don't paint, paint all, pastors all pastors with, with the, the same, same brush. brush yeah no, of course because the pastors that I know that work three four jobs like I actually feel so bad for them some of them they don't even have many members so mm. it's not even that they have a, it's because of the church building or whatever some of them 10 members some of them it's only their families some of them 20 members so it's not even like they have big congregations Mm-mm. but they're working because they're like you know what if I don't work how are we going to put food on the yeah. table How's I've got many five kids run as well? I've got to work a few jobs mm. so that's so it's that's the based on an assumption that the pastors have a decent money. job and have a decent yeah, amount of money saved away I, I agree we can't paint this all pastors with the same brush because there are some pastors that are not living lavishly like bro, that. Many, But in terms of the pastors like that, that, that are on that Instagram post okay. that are wearing like one eight on their shoes yeah. casually and you yeah. prob- they probably won't even wear it again. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> probably won't yeah. see them on their feet. Yeah. They'll probably give it to one of the, someone in the ushering team mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's obviously those pastors that come under scrutiny because one could argue that this might portray or present or promote the prosperity gospel because of how they're dressed. Um, and because of the cars they're driving or because of the houses that they're living in. And this mm-hmm. doesn't mean that pastors shouldn't have nice things. Like you said, you have nice things. Mm-hmm. But I know you, I know you will not have like LV on your feet mm. and, and, and your wife is wearing the same shoes that she's had for the last two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would obviously ensure that the people you love are probably well patterned before mm-hmm. you even pattern yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like your daughter, your wife, you'd yeah. obviously ensure they're in a, a comfortable place. Yeah. And then you could, you know, do things yourself. But church is a different ball game. 
And then how does one determine that everyone is okay? If your yeah, church is consistently growing, how does one determine? Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And do does one have to kill themselves before they actually enjoy life? Mm. But then even going back to the point on the prosperity gospel. So for example, on this sneakers and preachers, uh, preachers and sneakers page, most if you look at most of the, the pastors or preachers or speakers on there, most of them have of have churches in the thousands. Mega churches, yeah. They have mega churches. So or or massive or bit or big churches. So the they, the income is there. I think when you mentioned the prosperity gospel, anyway, I have a view on the prosperity gospel. I don't what people claim to be prosperity. Anyway, yeah, that's another ball game. But simply in in simple terms, I believe in the prosperity of all aspects of your life, mm. um, all aspects of your life. Um, and if that's what people call prosperity gospel, in my view, then w- w- if people see my view as prosperity gospel, I don't mind. That's fine because at the end of the day. I want I I I believe the scripture shows us that everyone should be prosperous in all all situations. Mm-hmm. Even if you live in the village, you can be prosperous. You can your yams can be selling, like yeah. your carrots can be selling. Mm-hmm. You can be, it's, it's what we did. What is what we what we define as prosperous? Mm-hmm. Anyway, my point is my my point is this that by wearing by wearing nice clothes. Or driving a nice car or living in a nice house, I don't think that's perpetuating the negative prosperity gospel that mm. people talking about mm. talk about. It's when you're preaching and you're you're opening your mouth to manipulate the people to say, right, 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 all of you can be billionaires or all of you are gonna be millionaires this mm. year, and all of <laughs> you can live the life that I'm going to, uh, that I'm currently living. You guys, we can all live on the same road, all the members of this church. <laughs> that is very highly unlikely. Mm. So that I think that is when you now begin to deceive people and manipulate people don't get me wrong there are people that are in the church that can get to that level is it going to be everyone if is, is everyone in the church going to be a millionaire or billionaire no they're not mm. so i think that's where the difference is i don't think by wearing a nice gucci tracksuit that you're 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 pushing an agenda i don't think that's the case mm. it just shows me that okay cool you like nice things the difference is now is in certain examples like um who was it was it creflo dollar who said to his church I want to raise an offering. I, I, well, Spack said, Spack said, seed. We need seed for a jet. Um, and so he raised money for a, a private jet to say for the gospel or whatever. Now, for, for, for me, that's, that's a different ball game. And you're trying to, whether you're trying to manipulate or coerce people to get people to buy into this big thing, like to buy you a private jet or to buy, like, don't get me wrong. The Bible says um, in the New Testament, it says, you know, your leaders, those who watch over your soul are, deserve double honor. Mm. But I don't believe that you should manipulate your, you know, your sheep to try and get you, you know, a Bentley. If they get you the Bentley, fine, but don't manipulate them to get you the Bentley. Mm. Um, and also, if you're trying to use the word of God to try and, you know, you know, the word of God says, you know, you should pass a mansion. No, I don't, I'm, I don't believe in all of that kind of trying to manipulate people for your own self gain. Mm-hmm. That's not it. If you're saying, okay, I believe God wants us to get a mansion so that the people, it, that there are going to be people that we're going to need to home wow. in this house. So you're going to yeah. create a trap house. Huh? Well, <laughs> so no way. Obviously, like, it makes sense, like, getting getting a property, getting a mortgage to be able to home people. Like, obviously, it's not really a trap. I mean, if it's a trap house, I don't know what it's called, innit? But... So risk and prosper. <laughs> obviously, it makes sense, like, being able to, you know, open a home, open a space for people who might be unfortunate to, like, you know, live with you, stay with you, and so forth, because obviously things happen. And I definitely, like, believe in, like, 
spending money wisely. I think that's important. Like, I'm not disputing pastors who obviously look lavishly. Like, everyone can wear what they want to wear, man. I mean, mm. if you've worked hard for it, it's your money. As long as you're not spending the church's money on... That's, yeah, there's a difference. On, on drip, whilst, mm. like, the electricity is not looking proper, that's... or you ain't got the latest sound gear, mm. do you know what I mean? Or you don't want to pay for a drummer, you, mm. do you know what I mean? You'd rather get a kid to play drums so that you can use the money on... On, on Valentino. It's preparing for the future, bro. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> I hear that, though. But, like, like everyone should, like, live well, man. Live comfortably. Do you know what I mean? As long as it's within your means. Like, obviously, there's pastors, yeah? They don't necessarily live off the church's money. Like, they've got investments. Trust um, me. They write books. Yeah. Speaking engagements. Yeah. They do all of these sort of things. They've got yeah. business on the side. Mm-hmm. And the church's money is just, like, I don't know. It's just, just like... It's nothing much, if you know yeah, what I mean. It's yeah. nothing great. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you look at the likes of T.D. Jakes, I'm sure the most of his money probably comes from outside of the church. No, all his money. He, he, T.D. Jakes has never taken money from the church as a salary. Oh, wow. The guy has over 80 businesses. Oh, wow. The guy doesn't need... That's crazy. And he's always... This is what I love about him. He mm. said, he said in, in one of his interviews last week, he's like, I've never had to take money from church because before church, I had business. Oh, so wow. this is I when people that, when people this is what I'm saying like when people before people are people are quick to open their mouth and say these pastors are using church money did you know that TD Jakes had mm. over 80 businesses or mm. over 70 businesses mm. you didn't but you opened your mouth to say mm. that he he wanted like people always just have this theory in their mind that especially if you're a big church pastor that a lot of them you know they just want to steal from people don't get me wrong some do they steal the church money or they use the church money for their own self gain or for them to look big or whatever and they buy roadies and nice cars and whatever but a lot especially for those who are big like out in America, we have massive churches, or mm. even here in the UK, KICC. Mm. Pastor uh, Matthew has been doing property from donkeys. Mm. The guy has multiple businesses over here and in Nigeria. So when people go, oh, these guys are frosters, da 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 da, bruv, these guys have got businesses. If they wanna, if they wanna wear, um, if they want, if the, if they wanna wear LV loafers, let them wear it. That's yeah. it's their money that they're spending. Mm. What I don't like is the demonization of pastors that they make sacrifices that nobody sees. Because yeah. to be fair sacrifices shouldn't be things that necessarily public, that everyone, that everyone needs to see. see. It's true. But then when they're shining, everyone demonizes them mm. under the guise of, oh, well, you're pastors. What does that mean? Mm. Does that mean I need to be broke? Mm. Does being a pastor mean I can't have a house? Does being a pastor mean I can't drive a nice car? And if that, if that, if, if that's what it means to you, then that's dead. And I know some people go, but what about the apostles? What about the apostles? Mm. What about the apostles? Mm-hmm. Like, even though they may not have worn LV or whatever, the Bible says in the book of Acts that people sold their properties. Mm. People brought all their people brought all their money. People brought all their investment to the apostle apostles so they can share it around or whatever the apostles weren't struggling for money mm. does that mean that they had mansions no it probably doesn't mm. but they for money they weren't suffering they, they didn't have an issue mm. so if i'm using my own money to to buy something nice please don't watch me watch mm. god do you understand mm. me i like nice stuff even though i don't post it all over and i make sure of this this is something that i do on my instagram instagram is probably a highlight of and I don't want to exaggerate like all my things are designer, but I only put up certain things because mm-hmm. I don't want people to think, oh, this guy is a vain guy or whatever, even though people probably might anyway. There's mm-hmm. always one, as they say. Mm-hmm. But for me, I like nice things. 
So, but at the end of the day, I'm not trying to portray to everyone that, oh, life is all about designer, life is all about drip, because it's not. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm when I am shining, when I am dripping, please don't at me. Yeah, for real. When I wear my rolly, look, I've said to people, I'm and I'm gonna say it live on this podcast. I've got an Apple Watch at this moment, and I'm not buying another watch until I can buy a rolly. Mm-hmm. But when I buy my rolly, please don't say anything. Honestly to God. Mm-hmm. I've had this watch for a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. But when you see me with my rolly, don't say anything because I've been grafting with this Apple Watch and I'll be grafting with this Apple Watch until I get a Roly. So don't say anything. I hear that. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I'm making those sacrifices for myself. So don't be quick to jump at it. Obviously, if you notice or if you see pastors that are manipulating and taking advantage of people, yeah, at them, challenge them, whatever. But for those that you don't know their story, Mm. don't be quick to talk. Mm. But we know people are not going to listen to what Emmanuel Kifawa has to say. (laughs) But that's fine. Just don't at me. And if you at me, I won't respond to you. You're entitled to, you're definitely entitled to to wear what you want, to spend the money how you want to spend the money. Come on, man. It's it's totally, it's totally down to you, obviously. Like you said, you work hard for it. Yeah, come on. And if you like nice things, then it's fine. I think the problem is only when it's at the detriment of something or someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's obviously when we have a problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, when you was talking about like people that don't understand the sacrifices that pastors actually put in place, that is obviously definitely sound because I feel like we as a body, we probably don't appreciate what pastors do behind closed doors mm-hmm. um, from a financial perspective. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there are obviously pastors that do support people financially. Yeah. Um, and those things obviously kind of go unnoticed mm-hmm. because a pastor is not going to go on the stage and be like, oh, did you know that I had to pay for Sister Jackie's wedding? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The pastor's not really going to do that because mm-hmm. um, obviously a lot of the things that, you know, kind of happens behind closed doors is yeah. all very confidential. Yeah. Um, but I think it's definitely worth knowing that there there are pastors and people that are doing stuff behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably like the greatest thing when you can actually help someone, when you can actually be there for someone without yeah. people knowing to the public scale. Yeah. Um, you know, like there's, it's quite random, but like, you know, like when you see homeless men mm-hmm. and like people like film the themselves, and giving themselves, and Ma- yeah, giving them McDonald's man. or that's giving dead. them, yeah, that's dead, them kind of things is like very, very childish, yeah. man. Like God can see whether man. you film yeah. or not. Yeah. Like God is aware <laughs> yeah. of the deed yeah. that you're doing. Trust me, trust me. Which obviously goes to show that you're filming it so that to get the approval of man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're filming it so man can say, oh, well done. Like yeah. you're a good girl. You're a great woman. Like I really appreciate you. You're very, very given. Whereas really, them kind of things don't need to be seen to the public. We yeah. can do our work in private. Yeah. We can give money to people in private. Mm-hmm. We can bless people in whatever way, shape or form in mm-hmm. private without the world knowing. And I yeah. think that probably weighs a lot more than the people that are filming themselves mm-hmm. helping other people yep. or the people that will come online and I'll be like, oh, this is what I've done for so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I've, come from, I've come from a background where both, both my parents were um, pastors um, and pastored a church for... 20 years, 20 plus years in the UK anyway. My dad was pre, uh, a pastor in the church back in Nudge. But I've come from a background where sometimes we would not pay or my parents would not pay mortgage because they've sacrificed mortgage money to help someone get their visa, wow. to help someone pay for a lawyer, to help someone else pay for their rent. How many members knew that? None. Apart mm. from those that they helped, mm, mm. how many people are are gonna be, are gonna big them up when they're shining? I don't know. Mm. But the thing is, I know what it is to 
to sacrifice. Even me, myself, sacrifices that I've made for people when I was doing campus ministry or just doing ministry in general. Mm -hmm. Like the sacrifices I've made, I don't need to tell people and I don't want to tell people. That's between me and God and the, the people that I've helped out. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, know this. When God blesses me and I want to be happy and I want to take my wife out to Hakkasan, mm. I want to take her out to Nobu or Novikov, don't, please, don't, don't say anything. Mm, mm. Don't say anything because everyone, everyone has their time and everyone have, has their moment. When you, what you sow in secret, you reap in public. Mm. And so that's, that is something I believe in strongly. And I think just before, like, People just need to be like, have, oh, wait, oh, oh, actually, th this leads me to another point. You wear lubes, you wear Gucci, you wear lavish stuff. But when your pastor, when, or a when a pastor does it, it's now a problem. The, and that's the hypocrisy of things. Like, you like to look good. Who told you that your pastor doesn't want to look good? Mm. Or who told you that your pastor doesn't want to get, like, Banks made a sick point earlier like it might not be clothes mm. it might be cars mm. so they might not dress sick but they might have a sick sick car mm. what are we going to get onto them because they because they got themselves a nice car or what if it's crepes like i love sneakers mm. so that's probably what i spend a lot of money on mm. so mm. it might not be that i'm wearing gucci out tracksuits and everything but i you'll see me with trainers a lot new trainers a lot mm. like it's my thing so at the end of the day like if you or some is baseball cards, or some, it might be, <laughs> or maybe not holidays, but some, it might be collector's some items. Holidays, yeah. For some, it's holidays. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. pastors go on bare holidays. I even question their pastorship because <laughs> you should be home <laughs> a lot. But, or don't get me wrong, you need holidays. Mm. But at the same, like, if they're getting what they like, if they spend, like, if someone wants to get a Mac and they want to get to the top spec and they spend four, five bags on a Mac, mm. but they don't have the freshest clothes, but they spent four, five grand on a Mac, What's, what's your own? Yeah, what's your own? Real. And I feel like we criticize them and we don't, do you pray for them? Do mm. you offer them support? Do you, when it's their birthdays, do you, mm. do you give them gifts? You know what I need to tell you? But they're always pouring into mm. you. So and that's a good point made. Obviously, we definitely, well, not me personally, but we definitely obviously wear a lot of designer, mm. but we don't really criticize each other. Nope. But when it is a pastor, we criticize. So that there is this belief that pastors shouldn't have designer. Not sure why. I don't know if there's any biblical references yeah. to suggest that pastors can't look a certain way, but the congregation can. Yeah. Um, because, like, yeah, definitely. Or well, pastors can't. In, in general, let's just say people just have a, a, a view that pastors can't enjoy life. Why, yeah, that, why is it that, you, from, why is it that you can go to Nobu, but well, your pastor can't? can't? Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Why is it that you can go you can go on an expensive holiday but mm. your pastor can't? Yeah, it's true. I don't even know where it comes from. Either. Where does it come from? Yeah, yeah Like, why should... You can live good but your pastor has to suffer. Mm. And that mindset has to stop because... And why, am I, why I'm so passionate about this is because take away the fact that I'm a pastor, I'm looking at it from a view of I've seen pastors suffer. Mm. I've seen pastors suffer for the sake of their members mm. and their members are good mm. and they're suffering right yeah, now do you know what because pa pastors obviously give a lot do you know what I mean and that's a great thing that these it's a great thing that these pastors have a heart of giving right and I think that's it's a great thing for the body of Christ and it's great it's a great thing for us to really look at yeah. and be inspired by mm -hmm. that these pastors are able to give these yeah. pastors are able to contribute and pay for people's weddings these pastors are able to pay for people's uni fees mm -hmm. and it's that is, is a trait that we, who are not even ministers, yeah. can obviously look at and yeah. be like, wow, maybe that is the blueprint for us as Christians. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
if someone else could pay for someone's wedding or contribute, I don't know, a grand to someone's wedding, then me too, I want to be able to contribute a grand to somebody's wedding. I don't mm-hmm. need to be a pastor to be able to contribute to somebody's uni fees. Yep. I don't need to be a pastor to be able to contribute £500 to somebody's new home, for yeah, example. Yeah. Um, but really, we always hear it's pastors that are doing these things, it's pastors, it's pastors that are sacrificing. Yep. But I think we, we, as just the body of Christ, we should definitely try and get to that place where we ourselves can sacrifice as well. Do yep. you know what I mean? Yep. We can look at our salaries and be like, all right, who can we bless this month? Mm-hmm. Or who can we look after? Or who can we send money to? Do you know what I mean? This, yep. this month. Or who 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 needs some sort of help or support? As little as it may be, yeah. it could just be sending a friend 50 pounds. Do you know what yep. I mean? Definitely. Like, yeah. what, what can we do as a body? Obviously, yeah. we're, a lot of people were on passes next. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. now we probably should talk about how we as a, we, as a yeah, body that's good. Yeah, I like can that. take yeah, responsibility that's good. Yeah. for what we're doing because we're putting too much p- pressure on ministers. Yeah. We put too much pressure on pastors mm-hmm. to, to be there. But something goes wrong, pastor. Yeah. If, if this electricity runs out, oh, pastor, pastor well, how yeah. can we fix yeah. it? If something happens, oh, pastor, if yeah. if we're getting burgled, oh, pastor, this just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, if the toilet is dirty or it's not clean, it's like, oh, pastor, pastor. pastor. Yeah. So yeah. I think we definitely put too much pressure and I think the church should definitely step up a little bit and take responsibility. And even like, though, even, even as I'm saying this here, <laughs> even as I'm saying this, I'm thinking to myself, bro, like financially, like who can I help financially? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Who can yeah. I just, just bless like once in a yeah, while? Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Rather yeah. than just like sitting back and mm-hmm. waiting for, for pastor to bail everybody out as mm-hmm. if they've got the power mm-hmm. and ability to do so. Yeah. People forget you hit the nail on the head. You made a point. You made it, you've made a great point that the local church is a corporate responsibility. Yes, pastors or senior leadership have the responsibility of overseeing it, but the local church is a corporate responsibility. That means everybody chips in. Mm. The pastors, the leaders, they mobilize it, but mm. everybody chips in. So just like you've said, because the pastor doesn't have sight of everyone that's going through issues. Mm. You might know a brother or sister that doesn't have any um, uh, money for their travel card this week. Mm. Whose responsibility is it to get sorted? The pastor or you? It's you See. because God allowed you to be privy to that to information. That yeah. Therefore, it's not, hey bro, even about, even it says it in Matthew, like, you do your brother a disservice mm. when they're hungry and you say, I'll pray for them. Mm, mm. I can't remember the scripture, but I believe it's in Matthew. When someone comes to you and says they're hungry and then you'll say, oh, God will God will help you. I'm going to mm. pray for you. You know you've got jollof at home yeah. or you know you've got bare food at home. Mm. You didn't even, you can either invite them over to have dinner or mm. food or you can cook for them and bring the food for them. Mm-hmm. When I was doing campus ministry, when I was, me and my wife were doing campus ministry, there were times where even me, myself, I'm cooking a storm. Mm-hmm. And that didn't mean that I had loads of uh, money. It just means I was just cooking a bowl because yeah, I wanted yeah, yeah. to prepare for like gym and whatever. I would take a whole container, chicken, jollof fries, da 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 and I'll give it to a bros on campus who I know he's not got any money or a sister mm-hmm. on campus who I know she's not getting any money and I'll go, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And you know good. where that started? It started a culture of guys starting to look out for each other. That's Th- good, that people started going, oh, we're doing a cook-up at ours um, and started inviting people that they knew didn't have money for food mm. or were running low on money. Mm. But it literally started by me and my... Like, obviously, she wasn't my wife at the time, but at, even at that time, by herself, when she was cooking up stuff, she would come and mm. bring containers and go, look, you're looking skinny. Go and take some food. Look, I've been watching you. 
what's happening? You're not eating on, mm. or not? No, I haven't had. Okay, there you go. Literally, by us starting that, it started a, a, a like a chain yeah. of people beginning to say, you know what? That's what we ought to do. And that's what good leadership looks like. So if people look at their pastors and see their pastors are giving, then you by maturity should go, you know what? My past, our pastors, they give a lot to us. Mm. We have to now pick up the responsibility. And adopt that culture, man. For, you know? I think it's important. So, what, what you're doing at uni, I think that's definitely good. And I think it's definitely a culture that we as Christians especially should adopt a lot more. Yeah. I think it's something that we should do, not just in uni because you know, everyone's together. Yeah. Um, even now that, you know, everyone might be adults and so forth, yeah. you might be out of uni. Obviously, there's uni students listening. So mm-hmm. for the uni students listening, take that on board. Take like, it on board. It's a great advice. But even if like you're not in uni, it's still mm-hmm. something that we can adopt. Despite yeah, us maybe yeah. living in different parts of Words. London, Words. it's definitely something that we can adopt. Like mm-hmm. if we look at the Asian culture, for example, they all come together. Whenever whenever it's time to start a business, buy a house, all the time. they all come come together yep. and they all chip in. Do you know what I mean? There's Jewish even community, like, they do the same thing. Yeah, there's even like some other cultures. I know like back in our villages, yeah. like there's some people that they, they have a pot yeah. and like some aunties may contribute to yeah. the pot every month yeah, and then at the end of the pot, month yeah. one auntie will take all the money. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Stuff, I'm not saying we should do that but stuff like that is actually... Why not? Why can't we do it? We can, do you know what I mean? We can. we can. And then that way we'll probably work together and support each other a mm-hmm. whole lot more. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. if we, people in the world can do things like this, mm-hmm. then why aren't we as a body? Why can't we? Do you know what I mean? If someone in the church says, oh, you, you know they're sick at what they do. I need a camera. Mm. 10, 10 pounds, everybody chip in. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that so hard? Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you, this, this person, you claim, you know, that they're family. Okay, even if you can't give them the whole amount... It, Say everyone, look, you, we know this person is sick at photography. Mm. Let's chip in to go and buy this, yeah. this person a camera or this person, you know, needs, uh, this person, they've been wearing, you know, the same trainers or whatever. We know they need clothes. Mm. Okay, cool. Me, I have nice clothes. Me, every year I do this and I always tell people, like, there's a lot of stuff. Anyway, okay, I'll use this as an example. One thing I do every year is a lot of the stuff that I buy and I don't wear or stuff that, um, maybe I've worn a little bit, but it's not really my style anymore. Mm. I pack it. And I think of someone and I pray and ask God, God, who can I give this to? Mm. Crepes that I don't really wear anymore. I pray. I say, God, who can I give this to? And I give it to. And mm. every and I've been doing this maybe this maybe for the past seven years. Mm. And every year, the person I give it to always needs it. Mm. So that's how I know God's hand is on it. Mm. Christmas is coming up. Mm. Okay, we just assume everyone's gonna be enjoying Christmas. Mm. There are people who don't who maybe the, ha- the family situation is toxic at home mm. and they don't have no nowhere to spend for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro, sis, like, what are you doing for Christmas? Oh, I'm not even doing anything, you know. Okay, come over to Jillian and Ben. Mm-hmm. Come for over real. to the Amadi house. Come, let's do for Christmas real. together. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you know what? That's a good point you yeah. made, you know. I think with the whole, come like, on. giving clothes and stuff, that's definitely a good... It's definitely a good thing. That, bro, like, I, I commend you, I've been doing it for the past seven years and I it's been working. You. That's definitely a good thing. Do you know what? I'm feeling generous. This Christmas, who can I give money to? Oh, let's let's do it, man. Yeah, man, because I respect that. And I'm challenging that. the listeners as well. Like, if you guys are serious about this thing, challenge yourselves and go, mm. you know what? This Christmas, let's do something different. Me, I'm challenged, bruv. Bro, I'm challenged, bro. Come on, man, let's do this it, This Christmas, I'm just going to give some money. Bro, to say, come look, on, let's do it, man. God led me to you. Let me just dash you, man. Yeah, come on. I'm going to look out for someone and yeah, just, man. And just it, man. dash for sure. Banks, don't look at me, cuz. Banks is looking at me like I don't give him enough money as it is. is Why are you going to it? Yeah, man needs to cut them, 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 them,
chapter 5, verse 12 and 13. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among, um, among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peace, peacefully with each other. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 and 13. Amen, amen. Right, we've been in Real Talk, Real Walk family. Look, yeah, if you've that. taken anything, take the fact that we're there to bless one another. If yeah. you can, if you've got a small change, you've got something, be a blessing unto your neighbours. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. It's the Real Talk, Real Walk family. We're out.